What Do You Do? The Delusional Soccer Podcast. What Do You Do? A soccer delusion shared by two brothers in close association. What do you do? European Nights. Um, tell me how you feel about CBS All Access. I'm confused as to why the competition started on BR Live with the TNT crew and is finishing on CBS All Access with the TNT crew. The, the, so, I mean, it makes it. Probably, it's probably similar to like what the teams have to do with like their kits. There's probably like a certain contract agreement that went to a certain date. Yeah. The now the TNT crew like they're in a different studio though. Like it's not the original studio that they used. Like it's actually a CBS studio where you can't see their fucking shitty shoes under the table. Like uh, they actually. Yeah. It, yeah, I, it, it's weird that they're, like, because they were on Fox, right? They were the crew on Fox, weren't they? Or part of the crew on Fox. Before. Yeah. Like, some of the people that were on BR Live were had been on Fox when it had Champions yeah, League. Yeah, and yeah. Then they moved to BR Live, and they're there, and now CBS All Access has it, and they're there. They're also, I didn't have a, I didn't have a, like, a halftime show. I didn't pay attention to whether or not I did, um, to be completely honest with you. It's fair, um, I wouldn't have either, but I don't, I, like, I had it on when I was, like, I, I think know, I was There was post, it. I know there was post, but mm. I don't, I'm not sure on the, uh, on the whole, um, halftime type thing, but. It's getting annoying, just the whole, the Champions League, the whole Champions League, like, television rights is just annoying it's in, yeah in the u.s it's very it's just too hard it's too hard to watch yeah um, like i need to have luckily i do have cbs hall access um already did so like that wasn't that much of an issue but like but like to to like take br live was annoying to take br live was actually logistically a nightmare it always had performance issues the one so thing about br live that i I'm, liked yeah, the one thing that was interesting about BR Live is you could just rent matches. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to pay the membership, but I want to watch this specific game. I'll pay $2. Yeah, it ever me. happened to you where you rent their match and they have performance issues and you miss, like, the first 30 minutes of it and they still take your money? No, that seems very specific of an issue. It, like, hap- so- it, it happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... You ever turn on a game and then twelve minutes in, there's like an own goal and then there's a yellow yeah, card. Like what three the minutes later, report? like you're just happen. What the fuck, Bleacher Report? Um, but so we are done the the remaining legs of the round of sixteen. It's weird to see teams, um, you know, saying, "Oh, we're we're going through on away goals," even though we scored those away goals in March. Or so, like, or even, or not, like Lyon beat Juventus on away goals. They did score the away goal in in the second leg in August, but the first leg in March, Juventus like it failed just, to score an away failed, goal. Yeah, right. failed to score an away goal in a full stadium, and now Lyon scored an away goal on a controversial penalty in an away stadium, and it's in in, in an empty stadium. In empty, um, yeah. So it, it, I mean. It, it, there are issues with the way 
the Champions League legs work. This was sort of just a special circumstance that you, there's yeah. really no way around it. Um, but like, it's not like the the away goals rule where it's like, all right, if you go to extra time, now a team has thirty more minutes than the other team did to score an away goal. Still, an away end. goal, and having it still count, which is it's it's still. I guess, I mean, I guess that goes, I guess you go into the game knowing that, like, if we go to extra time, they have more time. So, like, if you earn extra time, you earn that advantage in a way, but, like, it, there's only a way to, you can only go to extra time in the one leg. It just, it doesn't, it's it never it's never made sense to me, and teams have gone out because of away goals that they gave up in extra time, which just, it's just, I, it, just, once it goes to extra time, get rid of the away goal rule. Yeah. Just make it a, all right, whoever wins now. Yeah. It's not that hard. Um, I, I fully agree on that. Um, not even because uh, Arsenal went out in the Europa League on away goals, on an away goal that was scored in the 119th minute. Yeah. I um, mean, like, it happened with Chelsea against PSG uh, eons ago. But, yeah. like, you know, I, like, I it, take that situation where I'm like, Arsenal should have beat Olympiacos in the Europa League. I don't have much to complain. Right, and I can, and and for me, it's like Chelsea should have uh, outperformed a ten-man uh, PSG yeah. team at home. Yeah, in a title-winning season with like with the with, with David Luiz in the opposing defense. Right. Um, yeah. So let's actually get into you know we'll we talked uh, for a half a second on uh, Juve and Lyon, so let's let's stick there to start. Um, Juventus win on the night. Draw on aggregate and lose the tie. They win, draw, and lose all in one. Um, and it's it's eventually it's Memphis Depay's uh, penalty in the twelfth minute that sends Leon through. Um, and Ronaldo scored a penalty in the forty third minute and then got his second goal, very good goal in the sixtieth minute, um, but couldn't make it a hat trick and. Um, Leon are through now. Remember, came close. Had a free header at one point. Yeah, that that header that he put over that I was, I was amazed that he didn't put it. I was on surprised. Target. Right, because it's Ronaldo. It's Champions League. But again, it's not like one of those things. Where you're like, oh man, like you blame it on him. He's the only reason they were in that tie. Still, yeah, um, Mr. Champions League. But like that one is one you expect. It was almost like it didn't go in for me. So I was like, okay. So he's going to get another chance because there's no way he misses his biggest and only chance to, to really seal this. Yeah. Now, um, remember, Lyon need to win the Champions League to have European football. Um, Where'd they finish in France? I believe they finished fifth, but I can take a look at the table real quick. And remember that the... Um, the season in France ended... With the pandemic, they actually finished seventh. Um, so they they don't even get right. They, they didn't yeah, they, they didn't get Europa League. So yeah, so it had to be lower down. So um, and Lyon have not missed out on uh, European football in like two decades. So this is big for them um, to to get to the quarterfinal. Now I'm not saying that they have a chance there's, to. There's no. Really I mean, they're the win. worst in there because like we know it's all set up right now already. Yeah. It's not like the the draws each each round. Um, they have to go through Manchester City and then either Bayern or Barcelona. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a a tough road to the final. You, yeah. You'd say. 
Um, yeah. So, but you know, they they do get they do get through a good Juventus team. So, um, although they are aging now, this match um, was Maurizio Sarri's last in charge of Juventus. They sacked him um, following the win draw defeat. Um, even though he won the league title. And Andrea Pirlo, who was the Juventus under-23 coach for nine days, has been promoted already uh, to the top spot at the club. Well, he, in those nine days, he showed his class yeah. um, and obviously earned the job. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's exciting. I mean, I, I think we're seeing that a lot now. It's sort of a new era of, I mean, because obviously like all these managers that we've known now, you can look back and be like, oh, I remember when I watched Zinedine Zidane play. Yeah. You know, we watched the 2006 yeah. World Cup in particular. Um, and, you know, there's it's just like now you have managers like what we have with our clubs, with Arteta and, and Lampard, and now you have Pirlo coming in. You have, like, you know, John Terry's looking for a, a managing position. Uh, Who do you think this generation Steve Bruce is going to be? Because Steve Bruce is someone that we didn't watch play, but, like, he scored a shitload of goals for Manchester United. Like who who's going to be, who is going to score all those goals and then become a fat manager for for lower half? You mean that's playing? Size? You mean playing right now or like in this next wave of managers that are coming in? Who in is this the guy? in this next wave? It'll be it's gonna be it's gonna be Ronaldo. He's got Ronaldo. It'll be Brazilian Ronaldo. He'll I'm looking forward to that. Me- he'll take over Flamengo or something. Yeah. Like, um, like Steve Bruce scored. He like scored. He made, like made seven hundred appearances in English football. Like over three hundred appearances for Manchester United. Like, yeah, I mean, that's not something we can associate with because we didn't watch him play. Um, but remember, his his senior career only ended in nineteen ninety nine. So that's crazy. Yeah, it's also like it's interesting though to like see like who's gonna be the, you know, who's gonna be the manager that comes in that is a far better manager than they were a player. Yeah. Or, like, a, like clearly better. You know, like, you. I mean, there you have, like, the, like, Pep Guardiola and Antonio Conte were were good players, but, like, they're, like, top, top managers in the game today. Like, whereas you look at Zidane, and Zidane is one of the top managers, but he was also, like, one of the best players of his generation. Yeah. Uh I'd say Mikel so, Arteta is already a better manager than than he was a player. Not to say that he wasn't a, a very good player, but like I think is that, it though? Is it? Is it? The, I feel like the that, promise uh, he has. It, yeah, but again, you're talking about the promise. I think he will be. I agree that he will be. I don't know if he's if okay. I could say yeah, yeah. it yet. Yeah, yeah. But no, I see what you're saying. I think he I, the promise that he's shown. Obviously, he's already won a trophy. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I think he and I think he will likely end up being that. Um, you know, you have I didn't even you have Steven Gerrard who's managing now. Wayne Rooney is a, a coach and a player, so like he'll probably get into that. Um, maybe that'll be maybe maybe Wayne Rooney will get fat and become the Steve Bruce manager <laughs> that we've all been. I would absolutely love every single second of that. Uh, but yeah, I Wayne wonder. Wayne Rooney I, keeps <laughs> keeps West Bromwich Albion in the Premier League. Like, yeah, but obviously, so so Pirlo is next. Pirlo is next in that wave. I feel like where's Javi Alonso? I feel like he'll be another one that we'll see managing if he isn't already. I think he's at least a coach on 
for a side. He might be on like Real Madrid's staff or something. I don't remember exactly what he's doing, but he I feel like he's is, in some he sort is of a coach. coaching setup. Okay. Um, he is coaching. So he was the under 14s coach in at Manchester United. Um, Why? And he is now at Real Sociedad B. Okay. Why is he at <laughs> Manchester United under 14? I didn't play for Liverpool. Manchester United. Did not mean to say Manchester United. Where was In he? any fashion. I was still looking at Steve Bruce. Where was uh, he? Real Madrid's under 14s. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say, I was like, he played for Liverpool. I'm all over the place. Uh, Let's also, talk about more football. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also, Chavi is also managing. But yeah, I wonder, yeah. okay, but Pirlo is, is the next Chavi, is the next guy. Yeah, Chavi is now uh, Santi Gazorla's coach, so. Weird, that's, that's, weird. Um, who's older? Is Chavi a little bit older? Or I don't know, close? but, but uh, Gigi Buffon at Juventus is older than Pirlo. Yeah. Uh, he, he like tweeted out or something, posted a picture. Poor, says, Do I have to call you sir now? Like, poor Gigi. Poor Gigi can't even. Just guy wants to win that championship. Can someone get him to the fucking final, please? Because now, because because now it's you like, know Pirlo like you have... has to add him to the staff if they have a chance after uh, right. Gigi retires. Because you also have like Ronaldo, who's like not, who might not stay. You know, because yeah. the thing with Juventus is, with when you sign a player like Ronaldo. In his 30s, you know, he, he's still playing excellently, but he is coming to the end. He's, you know, I think he's past that, oh, he's going to be one or two for the Ballon d'Or every year. You know, he might yeah. be, he might make it in there. He might make it in the top three or the top two or even win it. But, like, it's not a guarantee each year now just because he, his productivity is going down a little bit. But he's still good enough to win you the Champions League, as he showed in this game. He's good enough to, you know, that he scored the two goals, gave them life. Um, but they need to win right now, which is why the Sari, maybe the Sari, I mean, Sari, you can win now with, but he needs to build his team a little bit, needs to get his yeah. right personnel in for his playing style, because he's a very specific playing style. That doesn't work out. They barely, they win the league, with a, like I think a game to spare, but they don't win it by as much as Juventus has in recent years, and they go out in the the round of 16. So he, he's gone, and you're thinking, okay, um, okay, maybe like Potch is available. He was another one that was like possibly tipped for that job. He has proven managing experience. That might be the next thing, but then they go with Pirlo, someone with no first team managing experience. It, it, it Juventus for a team as old as they are, they are very much in like a win now sort of mode, and this just goes against that so i don't know i don't i don't really see ronaldo staying yeah um um and, you know, and the the thing he, sorry the, there's the point that i was going to make was he might go to psg which is where gg buffon just was yeah <laughs> but gg buffon left psg to come over here the guy's never gonna win the champions no, league he's got no fucking chance <laughs> um the one thing i'll say before we move on is it it's very discouraging when a team wins the league nine years in a row and is this miserable and this dissatisfied with their season. Yes, you didn't win the Champions League. Yes, you've lost two Champions League finals in the past few seasons. Yeah. But I, we I have already, to... They're, yeah. like, they're, like, you have Roy Keane sitting on a couch absolutely fucking miserable watching Aston Villa celebrate that they didn't get relegated. 
said, oh, they, said, they, they haven't won anything. And then Juventus, who have won something, sacking their coach. Like, they, we've got to find some fucking balance here. Roy like Keane it, needs to relax. It's really, it's really stressful. But um, Roy Keane needs to relax. Yeah. Aston Villa were set to go down. They were gonna go down. Be happy that you're staying in the Premier League. Yeah. Whatever. Um, um, he, he can be mad that United are celebrating finishing fourth. Yeah, but or in third, you know, top four. But like, context, leave, leave, Aston, context. leave Aston Villa alone. Now, um, it's I guess it is a little bit different with like Juventus because. You know, like, PSG is another team that, like, if they don't get close, if they don't get to the semifinals of the Champions League, their manager's in danger. Yeah. It's a little different in France, though, because I think in Italy, the competition, especially now, this season, is a little bit tougher. Yeah. Um, so it's more impressive to win that. But again, I mean, he he only, like, based on standards, his standards were lower. His He had reached lower standards than previous managers. He only won... Uh, Serie A by one point they lost the cup final and Ronaldo goes out you have Ronaldo who's never hasn't gone out of the uh, last 16 the round of 16 in 10 years yeah and you don't do it so like obviously yes he won a trophy like be satisfied build on that but and that's why it was like oh but it's a their their win now win the whole thing now win a double win challenge for the Champions League now they didn't necessarily do that and but that's where the Pirlo thing doesn't make as much doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, let's make... let's let's move things on. I think we're I think we're pretty clear on on what we think about Juventus's decisions here. <laughs> um, let's move things on. Uh, Man City Real Madrid an absolute miserable performance from uh, World Cup winning center back Rafael Varane. Absolutely it's rough. Absolutely rough. horrible. And he Any, did take yeah. full responsibility for for the loss. But to lose the tie four two and to concede two goals on the night, uh, that were not not just like oh, you could see why they're blaming him. No 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 no, he like got the assists. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I saw I saw the first I saw the second one the back pass. Um, what was the first one? So on the on the first one, he's dribbling parallel towards his goal, and just okay. gets the ball. F- essentially take it away kind of looks like he passes it i can't actually tell I, like it's just he, he puts okay. himself into such a bad spot thank you for clearing that up for me because i hadn't watched it before the episode i saw the second one as i said um anything i can thank do you thank you to, to clear yeah, i mean your up. your knowledge your knowledge on the sport and be able to describe <laughs> it in such vivid detail as if you had just watched it as if we is... had just paused this recording to watch it because i hadn't seen it yet yeah um, but, but yeah, I mean, Manchester City, uh, they're keep rolling and they're, they're going to, they're one of the favorites, you know, especially to beat, um, Real Madrid, you know, and it, but pretty handily. I mean, there was points where, you know, they built their, you know, Real Madrid got themselves back in it, but didn't really look like they were gonna, um, win that tie, uh, in, in the second in the second leg, mm-hmm. uh, what other any other thoughts on on that game? On... Um, City should really take their chances going into the quarterfinal of it being one leg. They really yeah. What so is, so? Where are they playing these legs? Lisbon. 
They're all all of these are in list. Yep. They're all so why across, why is it across four days? So I have like the graphic up for like the bracket now, which yeah. we'll go into once we're done talking about the the round of sixteen. But like it's just called it's still called the road to Lisbon, but like you're already in Lisbon. Yeah. What do you mean? The, the road to Lisbon starts in Lisbon. Yeah. The road, yeah. Lisbon Road. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not sure about that, but we will get into the the details of the uh, quarterfinal. But let's talk Barcelona Napoli. Another one, four two on aggregate. Barcelona win three one on the night. Um, an absolutely brilliant Messi goal. Um, in in the 23rd minute. Kind of falls down, leaves the ball behind him, still recovers it, falling down again, and puts it into the, just tucks it into the far corner. It was a, vintage, a curling, vintage Messi, a curling yeah. Messi, vintage Champions League Messi. Now, um, I was kind of tempted to watch Bayern Chelsea because it would put a bigger smile on my face to watch that result uh, than than a Barcelona Napoli game that I didn't really care to see who who got out but i'm like i don't get to watch messi a lot right now watch got, that yeah i was chance. i was bummed that i couldn't watch messi yeah um, I, I, yeah because i got to i was like man i missed that goal because i had to sit here and watch this this game yeah but and he he did score again which it was disallowed because of handball and let me tell you it was the it was the, not a handball it was no it was they i saw a zoomed in picture okay. of it but it's like so slight like it probably it hits his chest, and then probably like touches his arm hair on the way down. Like the ball doesn't redirect yeah. in the slightest. But That's so um, dumb. But then later, so Koulibaly with it has the ball at his feet, and he's going to clear it, but he takes time. Messi is closing down on him behind him, and he doesn't realize. Messi mm-hmm. sticks his foot in front of Koulibaly's. And Koulibaly goes to kick the ball and kicks Messi's leg just at full force and gives away a penalty. And it's little things like that that show you, like, how good Messi really right. is. Right. I mean, Koulibaly right now is probably the most in-demand defender. Not necessarily the best in the world, but, He's like, not, but, but as like, far as defenders but, that are could world move. class that could make a move this summer. Right, he's he's, he's up there. And he has been a couple in, for a couple of years. You know, yeah. Van Dyke makes his move. It's like, all right, who's going to get the other guy? Mm-hmm. Which is, who's looking for a move, which would be Koulibaly. Um, but it's, yeah, so you don't want to criticize him too much here just because it just shows, I mean, it's you're going against Messi. Yeah. But, like, that just shows Messi's class. Um, and, yeah, uh, Barca... Barca are looking strong, and you, you never know what can happen. Sometimes Barca just, I think, th- especially going up against Bayern, because there was like a couple years ago where it's like when Bayern went on. I don't know if they, I actually don't know if Bayern went on to win it, but they were one of the favorites, and they like beat Messi's Barcelona like handily over two legs, and then there was the year. Uh, Boat, that the Boateng year, Messi, where they won, where the Boateng, where Barcelona beat them easily, like equally handily that year. So like it's it's going to be. I think this one is going to be sort of level. Um, I but I you know this that'll probably be the best matchup. Uh, in the uh, the next the next round, but because those are those are two of the the top top dogs right now. Yeah. Um. 
let's talk very, very quickly. I know uh, you don't want to go into great detail on it, so uh, mm-hmm. I won't do that to you. But a 4-1 win for Bayern Munich over Chelsea. Um, Frank Lampard returns to the scene where he became um, a champion of Europe uh, in 2012, eight years ago. Um, did not have quite the same uh, result. They lost 3-0 in the first leg. A lot of injuries coming into this one. But Robert Lewandowski with two goals, uh, Perisic with one, and Tolisso with one. Abraham got the goal for Chelsea. 7-1 on aggregate. Um, they beat Spurs this season 7-2, I think, in one match. I think it ended up being like 10-3 on aggregate. A couple mm-hmm. of years ago in the Champions League, they knocked Arsenal out in the round of 16, 10-2 on aggregate. Bayern loves to play a London club. Yeah. I saw a yeah. tweet that said, London isn't blue, red, or white. It's just shit. <laughs> um, it's Bavarian red. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this is also, they, they like playing in London, too. You know, they yeah. the 3-0 win against Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, I think the seven two. I think when they beat Arsenal, London. yeah. I think when they beat Arsenal, I think Arsenal only played actually played better in Munich. Um, um, that was that was a few years before that. So the the last time they played in the knockouts of the Champions League, the first leg they lost five one, and the second leg they lost five one. <laughs> it was it was incredible. Nice. Um, but yeah, even in yeah against Tottenham, the seven two. Uh, but like that's where they, you know, it, it made it, you know, there was a lot of stuff on Chelsea Twitter, of course, talking about it. it's like no matter how Chelsea lose, losing whatever, what was it? I forget. Eight. No, no, no. It was seven, seven, one. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, you know, as embarrassing that is, it's the people, the, of course, Chelsea fans are making the argument. It's nothing is as embarrassing as bottling the Champions League final in your own backyard. Um but the next year, Bayern win it in London. They won at Wembley. Bar- Bayern like playing in London. They're classic they, they, at Wembley, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I think Bayern, for me, I, I think Bayern are, are the favorites. Um, even going yeah. up against Barcelona. Um, you're able to see what they were able to do. I mean, obviously Chelsea were a depleted side, sort of finished their season on a sour note. Um but Bayern hadn't really played a competitive match for a month. Yeah. And you come out and look, and they, you know, they score in the eighth minute. Like they just, they, they were just, um, just so much better. It just shows the levels between the two clubs at the at the current moment. And I think you watch that. I don't know how you can't say Bayern. Yeah, Bayern. I think have to be the favorites. Yeah. Um. um but actually, before we uh, talk in detail about the uh, the quarterfinals. Quick ad break. Quick, quick ad break. We'll be right back to discuss our thoughts on the quarterfinal. Are we still... Get to the Ill, ad! With an ill-timed ad break. Get to the ad. Do you enjoy forms of entertainment that usually take 90 to 120 minutes to complete? Do you expect that time frame to include moments of sheer drama, utter heartbreak, or end-to-end action? No, we're not talking about the 2017 FA Cup Final. We're talking about the movies. On Cue the Banter, Jared and I talk about our favorite movies and try to get each other to watch those movies. 
and we try to convince you to watch those movies as well. Add them to your queue and let the banter ensue. Cue the banter, an Ilto 8 podcast. Enjoying Footy You Do? If you're a fan of Zach and Jared's, you're going to love another Ilto 8 production, Banana Land. Each week, we'll talk about socially dystopian topics that are sure to get you talking. Topics like the Mandela Effect, what your tombstone will say, or even the origins of mankind. There's something for everyone. Sounds interesting, right? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and stream wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Bayern Barcelona, that's that's the the top tie um, in in the quarterfinal to keep an eye on. But the quarterfinal starts Wednesday, so we actually with these round of sixteen. Uh, second legs. They're like, yeah, fuck it. Over two days, we'll air two at a time. But now for the quarterfinal, it's spread out. Four games, four days. Wednesday, August 12th. Uh, Atalanta and PSG. I see that going one way. But PSG haven't played a competitive match um, since before the lockdown. And But I, I am too worried about Atalanta not having Ilicic, um in the squad. Yeah, that, that that could be big. Um, who are who is out for PSG? Because I know they had a lot of injuries lately. Um, I don't think that we're gonna see Kylian Mbappe. He did get hurt in he. So they did play a competitive match. They played the uh, the French Cup final. I forgot. Um, oh right, yeah, that's where he at the got, end of July. Man. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, they played the French Cup final and beat Saint Etienne, but not convincingly. In, in any in any manner, um, so I doubt we see Mbappe. I'm not sure about. Um, I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride at Atalanta. You're gonna say Atalanta take down yeah. PSG. I mean, okay. It's just looking this this whole this bracket this side of the bracket looks poised for PSG to eat to make a run. Like like <laughs> if PSG were like, ever gonna make a final, it's this year, and yeah. somehow they're gonna they're gonna bottle it. Although but they yeah, can't, I, they cannot bottle a second leg. In, in right. this edition, hey, so that might be to their advantage. Yeah, uh, I think, but I, th- I don't know. Atalanta might be like my like the Ajax of this year. Okay, I'll, go I'll on, take, Atalanta. I'll go take on. It. I'll take the, it. Yeah, whatever. Um, Leipzig, Atletico. That that's the next one on Thursday. Um, Leipzig, of course, without Timo Werner because yeah, it's a shame. He's a blue. Yeah. Um, Not and, complaining, at, but tis a Atletico shame. now traveling to. Um, Lisbon, two men light because they have uh, two positive coronavirus tests. Um, what is Correa it, what is, and Versalco both tested positive. What is um, it with yet they're, Atletico? Uh, they're still going to uh, go forward with this. Yeah, like what? It, I like. What is it with Atletico? They're they're like they the, like to make the coronavirus focus right on them. Yeah, seriously. Um, but I think I think they go through. Okay. I think Leipzig I, I without do, Werner. As well, yeah. Um, it's kind of a shame that we don't get to see. You know, they're in a quarterfinal of the Champions League. We don't get to see um, them push on for that trophy, full strength from the season before. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think Atletico. Um, as weird as the match was, they they, you know, they beat arguably the best team in Europe this season to get here. Um, so I think, I think we'll see Atletico 
in that next in that next bracket. And, and they were the remember they were the the, the holders. Of, they still are the holders of the Champions League. Knocking them out was um, no easy feat. So, and also Atletico. If ever there were a year they'd want to make the final, it's this one. Real Madrid are they can't Real hurt you. Real Madrid and Ronaldo cannot hurt you. Yeah. So good for them. Good for them. <laughs> and they're I think they'll be hoping that you're right and that Atalanta get through. So you know, if Atletico and Atalanta in a semifinal, Atletico really gotta fancy their chances. Friday, yeah. Barcelona Bayern. I, I like I said, I think Bayern go through. I think it's a, a tough a tough match for them, but um, I think they get the better of Messi and Barcelona. I really do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think Messi will get a goal, but I That's think That's a Bayern... fucking hot take if I ever heard one. <laughs> well, but I also, I just think, why, I think, yeah, Bayern will get the edge. It'll be like 2-1 or 3-1, yeah. I think. I think there's goals be, in this There'll game. be too much. I yeah. think there's goals in this. Um, even with oh, the, oh man, mine's a hot, I'm, I have the hot even, take. I even think <laughs> I think I think in a game where goals must be scored, there will be goals. I even with uh, the the German uh, showdown in in between the sticks, we got Neuer on one side and Ter Stegen on the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, quite a few might might scoot past them, but we'll see. Uh, man City Lyon, I think I think it's a City Bayern final. Either way, if if City made City Bayern semi, semi, semi-final. semi semi semi, I think either way, if uh, if I not, I think I know either way. If City get through, then Pep gets to face one of his former clubs. So that's that's pretty exciting. Yeah. But yeah, Leon uh, are not going to go down. They're not going to go away easily. No, no, they'll they'll put up a fight, um, and you know they could be. I could be totally wrong on the Atlanta thing. Leon could sort of make that sort of that Ajax run. They could do it. Um, who's the no. Who's your favorite for to to win um, the the whole thing? Um, Bayern. It's got to be Bayern. Listen, man, how we got eight teams to choose from? You got to choose the same as me. Could make it an yeah. I said game. it earlier though. Could make it. I almost made a joke. I almost said who my fa- my favorite team uh, is Chelsea. I think I'd be my favorite if they won. Okay. Um, now that we we have our <laughs> I, I, I wish we I wish we never came. I wish the Champions League never came back, so I could say all <laughs> next la- next season, man, we didn't even get knocked out of the Champions yeah. League last year. We didn't get knocked out. We had we were trying to get Bayern. Like look at us. Yeah. Can only go up from here. Um, the, uh, the winners of these quarterfinals will face off, of course, in the semifinal. August 18th and 19th uh, are the semis, and the final is set for Sunday, August 23rd. So um, it's going to come quick, 13 days to get to get through the rest of this tournament. Um, before we sign off, Jared mm-hmm. apparently has a, a hundred things to click very it's loudly. This, it's this very didactic keyboard. Um, but so before we sign off, a little, not even a development, I guess. It's just a, a finalized. Sancho stuff? Yeah, it's Sancho. The sporting director at Borussia Dortmund said he'll play for us next season. The decision is final. Um, and I saw reports earlier in the week that Ed Woodward was set to uh, send a bid to Borussia Dortmund well, well, well below their asking price to kind of save face and say, you know, we went for the player and Dortmund just wouldn't sell him. But that's a big blow for for Manchester United because this is that this has been is, something 
hilarious. Uh, yeah, I'm all for it. It is. Who do uh, they go for instead now? That's that's the big question for me, because they need help on the wing. Um, yeah. Um. I mean. I don't know. I mean, do they do they just ride a player like Mason Greenwood? And I mean, they need more. They yeah, they need um, more than that. And remember, although he's saying this decision is final, it's August, and the transfer window doesn't end until October, the second week of October. I hate the transfer window. Um, I hate it so because it's just like, oh, oh wait, we're gonna get this guy. Okay, cool, cool. Um, but why haven't they got him yet? Like, oh, they're still talking, and then it's like, oh, actually, um. Like, cause then there's also this, the the steals were like, oh man, they, you know, Chelsea came in and stole them from Tottenham, you know, like yeah. last minute. Like, I, no, just like sign, sign, what are you doing? Sign the players. Yeah, just, or no. just spend, spend. And like money. you said, it's, it's like right now, I wish that that were true. The Sancho thing. Like, yeah. oh, he's not coming. He's staying here. That's it. It's not going to be it. There's going to be more talk about it. it like, the United might make a, a bid that. Dortmund can't turn down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's far from over, why and that's why, why, why I just can't. Why, why why can't they turn it down? I. It's an offer. An offer. I'm gonna give him an offer. He can't refuse. Um. I just want like just I just get end the window. I want to know what my team looks like. Yeah. Can I we hate just, not knowing. Can we fast forward? Can, can yeah. it be like FIFA where we could just fast forward to the end of the month and we're, we're right? Ready. I just want to know who I have. Yeah. Um. So I, I think the interesting part about it too is that with the Premier League, um, the past two summer transfer windows have ended before the season actually kicks off. Although they've been able to sell players um, mm-hmm. because other leagues have uh, longer windows. Now that is not the case. The season will kick off and the window will still be open for English clubs. So we're back to normal in in some sense, just not the the precise timing of of it all but um we're gonna keep our eyes our eyes out for uh these champions league quarterfinal matches and we will be back with another footy ado european nights next week um to to discuss all of these matches i'm i'm looking forward to to all four of these games um yeah but as yeah, always you could uh Give us that that like, rate, review, subscribe, follow, listen, subscribe, rate, five stars. That you know the the whole spiel of the that we do at the end of the podcast. Um, wherever you're listening, give us that five star review. Follow us on Twitter at Footy Ado and at Ilto Eight Podcast because Footy Ado is an Ilto Eight production. Um, follow us on Instagram at Footy Ado and at Ilto Eight Productions and Jared. As always. Pardon our French.